the dynamic island, camera improvements, and lock screen widgets. This is Mac Voices. Today's edition of Mac Voices is supported by ZocDoc. Find doctors who are patient-reviewed, take your insurance, and are available when you need them. Download the free ZocDoc app at ZocDoc.com slash MacVoices. Welcome to Mac Voices. This is the talk of the Apple community, and I'm Chuck Joyner. Folks, this is part two in a three-part look at the new iPhones 14 and iOS 16. This time around, the panel focuses a bit more on some of the software improvements in iOS 16. Let's go back and let the panel do the talking. Um, in the chat room, Brian uh, was talking about the, the dual eSIM um, two-phone thing. And he said that having a dual SIM allows a Lumen worker to have one phone with two separated needs, one for work, one for personal. Um, <laughs> from, and for those of you that don't know, that's from the, the Apple TV show Severance. So, well, well played. Bro. Very good. Yeah. Well, well played. And a flip well played. phone. And a flip phone. <laughs> um, okay. So, well, the other thing, my gosh, how can I, how could I not ask you about Dynamic Island? Wow. It's pretty cool. About it. Yeah. Crickets. No, it's, it's, it's there. <laughs> no, I'm I really I'm really enjoying it. I I didn't think I thought it, it like in the in the video it looked a little gimmicky and kind of oh yeah, it's I mean it's a fun thing to talk about, but it's like eh. but in reality it's really it's really nicely done, it's really well made, it works quite well. Um, it's useful. The, the the few pixel on top, like it's, I mean, it's not enough to to do anything. But the separation between the the edge of the screen and the island, um, for me, makes all the difference because it feels like it is part of the phone instead of something that's well stuck to it. Until you flip it in landscape, and then it looks crazy <laughs> bad. <laughs> yeah, so but who does that? Oh, like if you're playing it like so I was you know playing a few games on and mm-hmm. on the left you have this black island that's in the middle of your game so I think developers haven't really gotten there yet with that part mm-hmm. because uh, I mean I don't know what they could do other than to try to dynamically add some color to it so it doesn't look so black on some of the areas you can write uh, lights to it but other than that, it's just literally if you have a, a game that covers the whole screen in the color, you can have the black island doing nothing on the side of your screen. Mm-hmm. That's true. I, I haven't I haven't experienced that because I haven't. Well, I don't play games, so therefore, you know, I don't turn my phone in landscape mode that often. Maybe for anything. I mean, even anything that goes well, in landscape mode, I guess. Yeah, but again, I guess I just haven't turned anything on it that I noticed it. Um, but I'm I'm with you guys. I you know I really I'm anxious to see what developers can and will do with with this. I mean, we've seen a couple of developers come out and do what developers do, and I mean that only in the kindest way. You know, somebody developed a pot a pet a pet for the dynamic island. Mm-hmm. Um, somebody else developed a pong <laughs> game for the dynamic island. Okay, that's great. It's it, they're they're good little tech demos. Now I want to see what you can do with this um, because I feel like it. I, I just I don't find it intrusive at all. And, um, you know, I, I like, it's interesting to, to, uh, to play audio and watch, you know, the, the little 
graphic mm-hmm. of the audio with someone with a higher voice it's you know over at the one end and mm-hmm. someone that's a lower deeper voice it's at the other end so it's i mean it's dynamic sorry but mm-hmm. you know. yeah. podcast the little podcasts are funny too because you get a little tiny picture of chuck or whoever's talking <laughs> on the podcast like a little, like little tiny version of them on the top mm-hmm. of the corner. Yeah, or it's used for a face ID, for example, which I found surprising and really good. Like the, the unlock thing, it shows up in a dynamic island, basically. Mm-hmm. And it goes past, so it goes past, the graphic goes past the island. So Apple puts some LEDs lit up on the island and then put the animation going past the island. So it kind of looks like one block. Um, mm-hmm. uh, it looks like one piece mm-hmm. of class yeah, it, and it's an expanding island it's dynamic it's dynamic it's but it's, all, it's only dynamic because it's, it's it's a it's a trick it's an eye trick right so <laughs> for sure yeah. it's okay let's try Brittany. as somebody who's not seen one um so do you give it permission of what to have in the dynamic island is it only the active app how do what what determines what shows up in the dynamic island it's not an it's not even a dynamic it doesn't it doesn't sync up with whatever whatever app you're in usually it's so if you're listening to music and then you're in your mail you'll still see the dynamic island that sounds awful that just sounds well, awful it's not <laughs> no it's not it's actually i mean it said when you when you're listening to music or podcasts you can it's also an easy shortcut to go back yeah. to that it's it right. is yeah so it's 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 done well. I mean, it, it's mm-hmm. not bad. Yeah, I mean, I think we all have. First of all, we all have to get used to it, and and we are only what you know four days, five days in. But also, we've got to give the developers, the third party developers, a chance to figure out what they're going to do with it. Mm-hmm. Google will have it in two years. Well, yeah. I mean, is this <laughs> so? We got to predict is is this going to be the touch bar or is it going to be not the touch bar, right? Because the touch mm-hmm. bar, we all went ooh and ah too, right? When it first came out, like all the fun and things we're going to do with it. And people who are sensitive to movement out of the corner of their eye is I can't handle how it's changing the animation. I'm putting black tape over it. Um, it's, not, it's not. I mean, again, if you see it, it how could you put black tape over it? It doesn't work. <laughs> over the touch nothing bar? works. Yeah, huh? nothing. Oh, the, oh touch the touch bar. Oh, oh the okay. touch, the touch bar. bar. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, yeah. you could just that, disable even that. Doesn't touch work. Bar. <laughs> uh, you, if you put black tape on a touch bar, you you don't have a function row either. But yeah, yeah. Brittany, the, that that's an interesting question um, for uh, especially for the folks you work with and you counsel. Um, I hadn't even thought about you know this being a potential distraction. Um, that's I'm not my sure. Concern. It's not. Ah. Uh, yeah, I, well, well mm-hmm. more than yeah, I agree with you, if, but I'm, you know, if that distracts you, then the entire phone will distract right. you more, right? I mean, it's not you're looking at a you're looking at a thing with electronics mm-hmm. and lights moving around. So if that little area is going to bother you, you're not fit for. A, what, uh, a I think the movement the movement might be, but I'm, I bet if you disable movement in accessibility, it also disables that. Maybe it's usually that. Yeah, Brian in the chat room just asked, can the dynamic island be disabled? I didn't think so so either, but Patrice has got an interesting point about accessibility and motion. So Uh, there is a reduced motion setting. Right. Right. For lots of other things. Yeah. And the dynamic, I read that the dynamic island honors that. 
I mean, it's too bad you have to turn off all of the reduced motion. But one of the so, advantages of, of iOS has been historically that you have the option of literally just looking, looking at one app and not seeing other ones at the same time, not seeing other things. And, and for the people what about who enjoyed that, yeah. that, that is a different story. But also I get to choose what notifications go off. It sounds like you're saying I don't get to choose what goes into the dynamic island. But it's sort of on the same line as like the top row of your, your phone, right? With, with, you're looking at the Wi-Fi signal. I'm looking at now the battery indicator and the time. I mean, it's it's not really looking at a different app. It's kind of looking at sort of like... Oh, a I've been working of... really hard to turn off that stupid thing that tells me when my location's being accessed because oh, I well, play Pokemon but... Go. I do not... You can't do that because Apple put it there so people know that, you know... Okay, well, but like I want got, it off. If you've got a phone call... <laughs> If you're on a phone call and you go to another app, there's always been a little yep. yeah. but that bar stays, at the top. That's that's a status thing, and that's great, but it stays constant. Uh, it's not flashing again, at I, me. I think you should look at it, too, right. because, again, it's... That's uh, why I'm me, asking. Yeah, to me, I, I, I mean, I don't see how it would be an issue for people with that kind of, that kind of issue. To be honest, I guess yeah. for now, if that's really an issue, which I haven't heard, then better not buy a pro phone. Mm -hmm. buy, Until I make one of the correct size, that was not going to be a risk anyway. But right. <laughs> <laughs> well, and Brittany, if this becomes a big enough issue, I mean, there were stories, you know, right away all over the web about, you know, that the the iPhone uh, 15s will they right. will all feature the dynamic island. You know, it's just amazing. We the day after you know you get something, they start talking about the next phone. But I would think if this becomes a big enough issue, or it's recognized as a big enough issue, that that Apple would introduce something to either disable it, minimize it, turn it off. You know, make some kind of other give some give <clears throat> folks that have that issue an alternative. Did anybody or getting to choose what's going in there? there? Sorry, Britt, say again. Or getting to choose what goes in there. Well, I, I'm not sure. I'm, I'm not sure. I'm anxious to have to be able to choose what goes in there, yeah. or restrict what can't go there would be a better way to. Okay. It. Well, I mean, I'm, it, I'm it's not that. that. It's not as if any app can go there. Like as far as I've seen, it, it's very limited to audio apps when you play audio or a phone call or stuff like that. Um, and anything like any interaction like face ID that that before was just showing a pop-up is showing up there. But that's an interaction that you have anyway where it, where it was before. But it's not that like, I don't know, Facebook can all of a sudden pop something up there, like even if it's in the background. I think I think it can only do it if it's the, the frontmost app. Well, I, I can I can attest to the fact that like if you any there's there's restaurants that may have or or even Grubhub or one of those type of mm -hmm. apps that are running in the background waiting for you to to go back to it to acknowledge that you've got the order or you're going to put in a code or whatever it, you just tap the the dy dynamic island and it it brings you back to the app uh, mm -hmm. in in the past it used to just have the little blue icon in the top left where you that the app is still running waiting for your, for your action then you'd have to tap that little icon now now i found it to be much easier of being able to toggle to the app right from the dynamic island instead okay I think developers are going right. to have fun and I think they're going to do things and <laughs> uh, you know, uh, there'll always some app that's going to be, you know, disable dynamic Island, you know, as an app that will do it. Um, you know, even 
you know, with the like the notch on the Macs now, there's apps out there now that will try to hide it or do things around there. Notch Master is one like that where you could actually do things like that. So I imagine there'll be something that's coming out where you know developers will. I mean, what's stopping a developer for from writing a, an app that just makes the dynamic island black? I mean, and keeping uh, it sandboxing, but I yeah. don't you know. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, yes, I don't know. If, you're, you're, you're... Jim, you wanted to try that again because you cut out completely. Oh, I just agreed with Brittany that developers are not going to be able to do that because of sandboxing. But I, I, it doesn't sound, you know, I don't have a phone with it yet, but from all the everything I've seen, it doesn't sound like this is a problem. If it does become one, then be fine. I'm sure Apple will put in a you know, uh, eventually you know a way to turn mm. it. Uh, Maybe. You know, I I have I haven't heard one hint of this. Everything I've heard is people just raving about it. Um, and you know, the intention is basically that it would be, it seems to me, is that it would be used for things where you've got something going in the background and it provides a way for that app to provide a little hook of presence while you do something else. If you don't want that, don't do that. Like if you don't want Grubhub to be displaying some dynamic island that you're, you know, then just stay in the Grubhub app until you've finished with it. Don't go off and do something else. Um, <laughs> I, I, you know, I think that the, from from what I've seen, there is some level of control that you this is will an assistant have. for mm. yeah, sorry, Jim's Jim's uh, connectivity is a little challenging. And now he's frozen completely. Sorry, Jim. Um uh, one of the, I, th I remember some of the one of the bloggers had had mentioned. You know, like you have things like the battery, the low low battery notification is going to show up in the dynamic island. Before, you know, you get the big box that would pop up. You have twenty percent left on your battery, so now it's going to just show up in red in the dynamic island bar saying battery twenty percent. Um, so, uh, it, uh, it, I think that's I like that because it's 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 not screaming in your face, but it, you do see it. It's up at the bar. Mm -hmm. I mean, I don't pretty make me. I, may, I may, actually uh, like quite, the pill ones a lot for where yeah. they're appropriate um like on your ipad it shows the battery connection of the the pencil when you connect it in that little yeah. Pill mm -hmm. thing yeah when those are used appropriately i think they're great yeah. um so i mean i i think and, and then you don't have to clear it as a notification because it, it wasn't really worth that yeah. but like hey fyi yeah i, and, I do and like those used used well and, honestly, and that's I, a point it will not show standard notifications there um, those are for right. very specific, very specific things. I think the live notifications are supposed to show up there. Right. Right. Yeah. This edition of Mac Voices is supported by ZocDoc. Find local doctors who take your insurance at ZocDoc.com slash Mac Voices. If your doctor can recite every line from the movie Ferris Bueller's Day Off, but can't remember your name, it's time to get a new doctor with ZocDoc. ZocDoc is a free app that shows you doctors who are patient-reviewed, take your insurance, and are available when you need them. On ZocDoc, you can find every specialist under the sun. 
Whether you're trying to straighten those teeth, fix an achy back, get that mole checked out, or anything else, ZocDoc has you covered. Go to ZocDoc.com right now. Find the doctor that is right for you and book an appointment in person or remotely that works for your schedule. Every month, millions of people use ZocDoc. You should be next. Go to ZocDoc.com slash MacVoices and download the ZocDoc app for free. Then start your search for a top-rated doctor today. Many are available within 24 hours. That's ZocDoc.com slash MacVoices. Thanks to ZocDoc for their support of MacVoices. And honestly, I, I, I really like the face ID icon popping up at the top because before it'd always be towards the bottom. You know, I'd be like, oh, you, you, you kind of wonder. It, it's, it, it is taking a little bit of getting used to. We've used face ID for, <laughs> for a while now. And now all of a sudden, from instead of it popping right below you, it's, yeah. oh, hey, it's at the top here. Oh, cool. You're supposed to look. It's actually quite smart that, that it's also where you're supposed to look. <laughs> yeah, exactly. So, I mean, it, it's. The, the, I think more to come, honestly. I mean, you know, there's so many things that and there's a list of that, that are what, what's being able to be done now. I like the fact that when there's a timer running as well as you've got another thing running, like they say you have a podcast playing at the same time, maybe you have a timer. A lot of times I do that at night when I'm, I'm, I'm in bed, I like to listen to a podcast, but I want it to set a timer so I can shut it, shut it off. So it's not playing through my ears all night after I'm asleep. Um, so you got, you got the podcast thing going and then, then it's got the small dot next to it to where the, where the timers you can, now I can go and tap that, get to the timer quickly, as opposed to having to go out and go to the app and t- the timer app to, to, to take a look at it if I want to. Yeah. Um, Mark and, or excuse me, Mark, um, web and yeah, web and Mark. Um, I know Mark's or web, you said you had gone to iOS 16. Mark, have you made the move yet to 16? I did. It completed uh, shortly before the show, so I don't have any comments yet. Ah, okay. Um, because I, Web, I'm curious. Have you set up anything yet on the um, on the lock screen? Uh, yeah, that's what I was talking about. I was trying. I call it the home screen, but it's the lock screen. Uh, trying to do the the widget thing. Like I said, I, I just can't get the the weather app to uh, or the weather widget to recognize where I'm at. Just comes up mm-hmm. as a blank. So. Oh, really? um, mm-hmm. And I tried, and I tried on both phones too. So, so mm-hmm. I just tried on the, the second phone while we were sitting here talking about it. So, I it, I, I think it's a more of a local issue than it is anything else. I can go to the weather app and I get the the Kansas City weather information just fine. It's just it doesn't transfer over to the the lock screen widget. I I, I thought this was going to be a feature that I would really just care nothing about, and I've absolutely been loving it. Um, yeah, I agree. All right. I have three widgets on the on the home screen. Excuse me. Now, Web's got me doing it on the lock screen, <laughs> um, and you know, I find it like just what I was listening to before we we came on the air. If I want to start it up again, I, uh, I I don't have to go and you know open the app or whatever. I can just touch that, and the phone wakes up and it starts playing right away. Um, you know, it's it's just you know the, the if the phone's sitting there, I have access to those few pieces of information just by glancing at it. Um, so I, I was really, frankly, quite surprised at how much I like this. How long have you have been using it? Since Friday. Okay. I think I, I set that part up Saturday. Which, Mark, thank you, because that's something I wanted to mention to the, to the audience in general. Um, you know, there, whenever phones like this come out, 
uh, or, or new products come out, there are always those articles, you know, check these 10 settings first or try these new these five yep. new features or whatever. And I would encourage you, um, I, I flipped a bunch of them into Mac Voices magazine. Go and check those out because they really are sort of a good checklist for you to say, oh, yeah, I forgot about that feature. I'm going to go try it. And usually they do a really good job of giving you, you know, step by step as to where it is and how to change it. Because um, I used a couple of those because, you know, frankly, you just forget about things. And uh, so I right away I put um, the percentage of battery in the little battery icon. That was one of the first things I did. Started playing with the with the uh, <coughs> pardon me, with the widgets. <coughs> um, you know, so those those are just nice little ways to kind of get an introduction to iOS 16. Um, how about the camera? I mean, I, I can't believe, I know Eric said something a little bit, something about the camera, but anybody else uh, having, have some really great experiences or different experiences with the camera yet? Jack, was there also an issue on, um, as people were, were starting their new iPhone 14, that there was a camera issue? Was that one of the things that I've heard about? Uh, well, waiting for 14.0.1 to fix it, so. Yeah, I mean, there were there were two camera issues. The first one was the vibrating camera, but that yeah. only seemed to apply to TikTok and Instagram. It it wasn't showing up in the native camera app. Okay, but but some people were claiming that the camera was taking like five seconds to start up. I have not seen that. Okay, okay, it was just something that I uh, read a headline on somewhere, you know, on the yeah. internet. So yeah, I mean, if I if if I flip this open now. And hit camera one, two, and it's up. I didn't mm-hmm. get to, to two. So I, I don't know. Anybody else seen that yet? Uh, no. Okay. No, it's coming up for me. But I play, it, I play with the new Zoom. I went to a football game. I posted some pictures. And uh, so there's four on the Max, there's four levels of Zoom now. There's 0.5, there's one, there's two, and three. Uh, for for not um, on digital, I don't know what it's called, non digital Zoom. And um, yeah, it's cool. I mean, it brings you a little bit closer and uh, pictures look yeah, good. That and what I did definitely notice uh, compared to the 13 was the low light performance is quite a bit better. Like I've had some issues yeah. where the low, like you take a photo, like low light and like it kind of looks weird. And I have had, not had that so far. Tell you the truth, Patrice, I forgot about the low light performance. I've got to go and try to take something. Mm-hmm. I'll go in the bedroom tonight and turn the lights off and see, you know, how. No way. No way. way. <laughs> oh, oh, yeah, yeah. 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 Don't send us permission. Or you were scamming when you need them. Hey, that would truly uh, be Mac Voices After Dark. Uh, <laughs> after that, Dark in the light. That, I, was, I was trying to think of the darkest room in my house and, and <laughs> as, as a test. Never mind. Yeah. <laughs> to the dungeon. To the dark room. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Go, yeah. Go to yeah. a dungeon and you'll, yeah. you'll get it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I've already I've already put my foot in my mouth. I'll stop now. <laughs> oh, um, anything else on the 16, uh, iOS 16 or the iPhone 14s that uh, you have experienced that you really like or we want to want to discuss? No, I mean, I, I do see I do see uh, performance improvements a little bit nothing crazy mm-hmm. um uh, the the search and and switching to to pages is a little weird you know the the down here at the bottom here where you have to 
tap it again to yeah you can, get search. Rid of that. you can you can mm-hmm. change it you can turn that off if you want yeah, yeah. i turn i turn mm-hmm. mine off yeah right but you can tap same, and hold here. it and brings and then brings you to the pages so you, then you can get into there but mm-hmm. yeah i think mm-hmm. people probably want to turn that off you know another thing i'll bring up too is uh in ios 16 is uh people are a lot of complaining on twitter i was tweeting back a bunch of times about the battery life um and a lot a lot of people were uh, saying, I, I mean, the f- first day I had the, fi- I had it, I am, I was so used to with the 13 Pro Max, you know, which I'm using as a camera today because I, c- I can until I have to set it back. Uh, the, um, <laughs> uh, uh, the, uh, the battery had, I mean, I was so used to with this, with this, with this one, I would, you know, I would I'd start 100% beginning of the day. And through a normal course of the day and normal use, I would probably be maybe at 70%. Uh, with this one, I had always on turned on. Mm-hmm. It dropped all the way from the full 100%. And it was, I don't think I was more than about uh, three quarters of my day, probably late in the afternoon. It was already at 40 or 35 or 40%. Um, so I, I don't know if I'm a huge fan of this always on. You can turn it off, which I did. Yeah. Uh, it I doesn't. And... <laughs> that, so, so I know a lot of people were complaining about that. Honestly, we get this every year. Every year yeah. people complain about the battery oh, life the first couple yeah. of days. Um, the thing about always on is one, it does actually learn how you use it. True. Um, and it will turn off if it's not like, for example, if you're not close to your iPhone, um, it will actually turn off. Like it, if you have an Apple Watch, at least it will detect, oh, like nobody is near this phone. I'll just turn off, for example. Mm-hmm. Right. Um, stuff like that. It does actually learn how you use it and when you need always on and when you don't. Um, so I don't, I honestly, I mean, does it affect the battery? Yes. Does it affect the battery as much as people say? I don't think so. I don't, I don't think that was the reason why the batteries go down. Well, historically um, in the first few days of, mm-hmm. of the release and a new phone, always the batteries exactly chewed up more because of indexing and learning and things like that. So it generally calms down after a while. I noticed mm-hmm. the, new, the new watch did that. My phone seems okay, but the uh, I got the new watch and it's um, the battery is not doing as well as my seven so far. But I think mm-hmm. it will calm down and get to yeah. And and Apple always optimizes things like down the line a little bit more. Yeah. Right. So as I said, I've not had any any big issues with that. So far. It was it, it was just maybe I need to go you know. <laughs> take a give it a better chance you know, another chance yeah but my problem is more my problem is more i find it incredibly useless always on we've been we've been talking about always on and on the watch is kind of kind of cool but on the phone i've not found it particularly useful i didn't i was so used to it going off that, that mm-hmm. i mean that's the reason i'm like i don't even miss it honestly yeah. <laughs> um i the jury's still out but with the widgets, with the lock screen widgets now, I think that my attitude toward that may change. And, and you know, live I, notifications and things like that. I think when, yeah. when developers get, get more chances to, to actually right. benefit from it and like take advantage of it, it might change. But so far, I mean, I don't need the time on it. Um, so I have two um, issues with the always on, but I, I didn't see it before. But the one issue is when it's always on, you kind of see like... The, your wallpaper in the background and still i always 
forget that. And I think it's like my phone's <laughs> either cracked or or uh, or dirty, really dirty, because it, lo- it, do- it looks imperfect, right? Because it looks like there's like maybe something there, but you- it's not bright enough to see what it is. So that's one issue I have. Um, that might be a problem with your background. So let Actually, me ask you. So let me ask you a question about about some of this, because I I understand always one. I I understand some of the trade-offs that different people have spoken about. You know, some of the new lock screen, um, I'll be getting experience over the next couple of days. So I'm going to ask a question instead of making comment on it. But, you know, right now with, uh, you know, with iOS 15, you have a capability through notifications if your know, texts or other messages come in or you have other apps like i have a you know weather app you know you know it will it will pop up yes it will time out after whatever the default is but uh, isn't 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 that function the same as always on meaning you know if you're there and it's you know it's next to you something pops up you know you're going to see the change in light you're you probably by instinct you're going to look at it and you can decide oh well you know forget that that's just text from so and so you know and you know i don't need to respond it has a completely different purpose the always on is not for notifications not for you to see it in that moment it's Softly lightens, the, you know, the timing of widgets is basically what it does. Is well, sort and of... past notifications that you might have not looked at so far. I haven't tested. If that, you enable that, did I go? <laughs> I I thought they go away. Okay, even. so uh, so uh, like just uh, they go away like normal. If like and but on uh, everything else still stays light up. Like the time. depends on your setting. Okay. Warren, I understand the distinction that you've made, but could you give a for instance of you know some sort of app or use case where yeah, I mean it really is dramatically better? The only, for me, the always on is is to leave by the side of my bed and to see um, the time pretty much uh, without having to tap it. And Mark, I'll, I'll throw. Case. I mean, I'll throw in if if I'm understanding the question correctly. Um, I have what do I have? I, I have um, I have a stock stop the stock widget on the screen, and I have a weather widget on the screen, mm-hmm. and so those are always on the screen. So mm-hmm. all I have to do is look over because um, I keep my just like here. I'll sh- I think I've showed showed you guys this before, but I just I have a little stand mm-hmm. that you know that's where my phone lives during the day, and and you know it, for shows like this. So that's right there. So I can glance over at any time and see, you know, to Warren's point, the time, but also the the stock widget and the weather widget. Now, I'm not sure that those are necessarily the best ideas about, you know, the kind of things that you need or want to see regularly. But like Patrice said, once we get the live notifications thing going and developers take advantage of this, I think you'll see some other equally, if not more useful Mm -hmm. widgets available. Yeah, right. but again, they have to. Developers have to figure out what you want to see, per, you know, like constantly on that. So I mean, right. you know, the the stocks and the time and the weather are exactly the things you want to look at without having to reach for your phone. That's the kind of stuff you want to look at, you know, while you can't get to your phone. We're always, and you know, there's a few others like that too that I want to, you know, I haven't looked yet. But there's a, a lot of things that you're doing that you know your phone dims, and you, you know you want to keep watching it. So we'll keep, you know, yeah. figure out what those are going to be when they come out. This panel is back as we wrap up our look at some of the new hardware and software offerings from Apple. 
Next time, we take a little bit broader view of some of those improvements and what we think they mean for the future of Apple products. That's next time on Mac Voices, and I hope you'll join us. Until then, and as always, I'm Chuck Joyner. Thanks for watching. Visit macvoices.com for show notes and to connect with Chuck on social media. Get involved in our Facebook group or like our Facebook page and get more out of your Apple tech with Mac Voices Magazine, free on Flipboard and on the web. And if you find value in it all, consider supporting us through either our Patreon campaign at patreon.com slash macvoices or by making a one-time donation via the PayPal link on our front page and in the show notes of each episode. You will join these fine people who help bring you Mac Voices. Advertising handled by Backbeat Media at backbeatmedia.com. Bandwidth provided by Cashfly at cashfly.com.